Steve Lance, your host of the Capitol Report on NTD News. If you have not done so yet, please hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with all of the latest news coming out of the nation's capital and beyond. President Biden is back from vacation today. He signed off on a bill to spend hundreds of billions of dollars while cracking down on taxpayers. The bill named the Inflation Reduction Act is packed with party priorities from health care to climate change measures. Here's NTD's Melina Wisecup with the details. President Biden is back at the White House, his top order of business signing a budget bill worth upwards of $700 billion. With the stroke of a pen, the president has expanded the government's role in health care and measures to counter climate change. A historic $400 billion investment in climate change and $60 billion for health care. While changes to the tax code are aimed at raking in enough money to pay down the deficit. By another $300 billion, by having the wealthy and big corporations finally begin to pay part of their fair share. The bill caps the price of prescription drugs at $2,000 per year, with insulin capped at $35 for Medicare recipients. And the authorization of Medicare to negotiate some drug prices. And tax credits will go to those who start shifting towards renewable energy. Democrats on Capitol Hill swiftly and single-handedly passed the bill last week without a single Republican vote. With only 50 Democratic votes in the Senate, over an intransigent Republican minority is nothing short of amazing. Republicans have criticized the bill, calling it inflationary, particularly taking issue with the hiring of tens of thousands of new IRS agents. Nevertheless, the president promises it won't increase audits on low- and middle-income Americans. I'm keeping my campaign commitment. No one, let me emphasize, no one earning less than $400,000 a year will pay a penny more. While some economists have signaled their support for the new law, others have suggested it will not lower inflation as intended. Reporting in Washington, D.C., Melina Weiskup, NTD News. I had a chance to talk with Texas Congressman Brian Babin and got his take on the Inflation Reduction Act. I'd like to ask you about the uh, so-called Inflation Reduction Act. Does the name reflect the bill? It reflects exactly opposite. The Democrats are so good at covering up and deceiving the American people with a bill that would take over our election process or cause more inflation than we already have and calling them these names that sound innocuous and sound like they, they, were, they would be so beneficial. Inflation Reduction Act, it would, it would cause exactly the opposite. It's going to cause more inflation, and it's going to be an, an all-out assault on the middle class of America to hire 87,000 new internal revenue IRS agents and say that they're only going to go after the wealthy who are, who are not paying their fair share. These people will go after middle-class Americans. It will be an abject disaster and will create more and more inflation than we already have. To your point, Congressman, 87,000 new IRS agents. Is there a better way, is there a responsibility for Congress to come up with other ways, more creative ways to generate revenue for the country? We saw it happen in the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, Steve. We saw what would, what would increase the revenue. 
historically increased the revenues coming in from taxes uh, federal taxes and, and etc and you know what it is you lower the tax rates you deregulate our you unshackle our businesses you unshackle small business people you cut their taxes and their and their paychecks you don't just continue to lock people down, increase their taxes, sick the IRS on them, that will work in the exact opposite direction. I hope that the people listening to this, this production here will remember how it was under President Trump. The best economy that we had seen in 60 years, the lowest unemployment rate we had ever seen for minorities. We had a, a, a narrowing of the, of the gap between the wealthiest Americans and the least wealthy. The poorest narrowed down at a historic rate. We were energy independent. You had less than $2 gasoline. You could, plenty of groceries. Inflation was almost non-existent. And now, what do we have under President Biden? It is an abject disaster. And we, I think the American people see that and they understand who caused this. It wasn't Putin. It wasn't George W. Bush. It wasn't Donald J. Trump. It was Joe Biden and the Democrat Party with their agenda to socialize and Green New Deal to kill our fossil fuel uh, energy uh, industry and sector. Nobody represents more petrochemical refining facilities than the 36th district that I happen to have the honor of representing in the, in the great state of Texas. And we have been whacked by this administration and the American people have been whacked. And I think you're going to see a reckoning coming up in November. Texas Congressman Brian Babbitt. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Customs and Border Protection reported nearly 200,000 encounters with illegal immigrants at the southern border in July. That is down by roughly 3.8% from June. The nearly 200,000 illegal immigrants include those from Central America, South America, Haiti, and Cuba. The steady influx of illegal aliens is due to changes in migration trends. The majority of illegal aliens crossing the U.S.-Mexico border are from Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras, but their numbers have been dropping. Meanwhile, migration from other nations in the Western Hemisphere is growing. Under Title 42, only about half of the 134,000 single adult illegal immigrants could be expelled in July. This is because Mexico refused to take all of them. Illegal border crosser encounters fell by over 3% in the month of July. However, undetected illegal crossings might be a contributing factor. For a glimpse into the true situation at the southern border, I spoke with Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Attorney General, right now, obviously, the uh, border crisis is a it's, it's taking on a, a national interest, if you will. What would you say is the single biggest issue when it comes to the southern border? I think it really boils down to one thing, and you can see it just by the numbers and by how two different administrations handle it. The Trump administration looked at federal law and followed it and, and basically started shutting the border down and, and making this a place that was more safe. The Biden administration openly defied federal law and invited the cartels to human traffic as many people as they could and bring drugs across the border. They never said it specifically, but they said that they wouldn't deport anybody on day one. And so that sent the signal to the cartels, hey, we're in partnership with you. You don't have to run anymore. 
Come bring your people to the Border Patrol. Don't run from us, and we will take the handoff, and we'll get you the rest of the way. And that's the difference. One president follows federal law, follows the Constitution. Another disdains federal law and disdains the Constitution. Now, as Attorney General of Texas, nobody knows better than you the effects that this is having on Texans. If you could kind of tell us what effects the, uh, the border is having on, on your people. Yes, I was talking to some ranchers. I was down on the border yesterday. The day before, I was talking to some ranchers, and they talked about how these people come across with vehicles and set their property on fire and burn up all their property. They don't feel safe going out uh, on their own property. They don't want their kids down there. Some people have even moved out, and they can't sell their property because nobody wants it, because there's so much risk at being along the border. So it's... For those living on the border, I mean, it's it's an everyday issue of whether they want to continue to risk their lives. I think the most, the thing that I deal with that, that, that is the most painful is knowing children that have died of fentanyl overdoses or young adults who have died of fentanyl overdoses who had no idea that they were taking fentanyl. And the reality is because the Biden administration has made, turned Border Patrol into a logistics organization transporting illegal immigrants around the country as opposed to a border security unit. Now drugs and overdoses are on the increase in, across the nation and a lot of really young children and kids are dying and seeing the, the parents and knowing some of these children, I mean, it's, 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 it's hard to accept. Now, uh, Texas officials and Arizona officials, governors, have been uh, busing the illegal aliens to other cities. Specifically, I want to ask you about Washington, D.C., and the reaction from the mayor there, who uh, basically said that there's a crisis in her city because of this. Uh, what do you make of her uh, words? I actually am glad she said it. it, it, it's, it she, she's acknowledging something that we've known for a long time. She's finally experiencing just a little tiny bit of what Texas has had to experience, or Arizona, or any of the border states. I think I calculated with 4,000 illegal immigrants that she's dealing with, that's about 0.1% of all the illegal immigrants that have come across since Biden started. 0.1%, and she's feeling the impact. Can you imagine what Texas is feeling when we got about, you know, we have that many almost every day, and we're dealing with the consequences? And so the fact that it is so impacting her that she's speaking out against really your own president, it tells you a lot about where we're really at. Now, she also says that the vast majority of these uh, folks, illegal aliens, are asylum seekers. There's no better person to ask than the Attorney General of Texas. Is this the case, or is it an attempt to garner sympathy for these people? Yeah, I mean, who knows what the actual numbers are, but yeah, there are a lot of asylum seekers, but what you have to know about that is that's a loophole. If you'll remember under the Trump administration, they, they enforce federal law which says that you have to remain in your country of origin or be detained until you're hearing. So everybody knows, and the lawyers, the immigration lawyers tell everybody, and the cartels tell everybody, just turn yourself in, claim asylum. They won't hold you anymore. The Biden administration will, will take you to a, a state that they choose for you, usually a Republican state. And so, yeah, she might be right. A lot of them are asylum seekers, but they're not. Only a few, a low percentage of them actually are asylum people. They're just using the loophole, and the Biden administration has basically encouraged the loophole and told the signal to the cartels just have these people claim asylum we'll take them we'll take them all bring as many people here as possible millions by the millions two million three million bring as many as possible doesn't matter what their background on criminal doesn't matter we want them bring them to the united states attorney general ken paxton thank you thank you
I just want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a rating and a review as it really goes a long way in helping us spread the truth. Until next time, I'm your host, Steve Lance at NTD, and we'll see you soon.